Welcome to the one and only Circle City Sediment with your host and the one and only Zach Griffin. Hello! Welcome back to Circle City Cinema. I'm your host, Zach Griffith. And the Star Wars recaps have returned. And so has my good friend, a man who has not been on the pod in quite some time, my good friend, Bryce Shetty. Oh, man. It has been a while since we've... When's the last one on cinema? I don't know. Was it Boba Fett? Was it honestly Boba Fett? I feel like we did some before that, though. Or after that. I don't know. Well, we're going to be busy with Star Wars content this year, Bryce. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. We are. We were talking about it today. We have... So much. This. We have Ahsoka later this year. There's no shortage. And I'm fine with that. I'm very fine with that. Oh, I don't mind it at all. As long as it's good. Don't just... Don't... Don't give me... Mid, don't give me yeah don't give me mid content okay if you want to start being like marvel and giving me mid content you can just stop you can just stop all your head and that. the skeleton crew as well yeah jude, jude law. law skeleton crew jude law Listen, absolutely we don't need to talk about marvel all right yeah marvel's in a tough spot right now although i did like their latest movie i did like it we'll actually talk about it a little bit here but um we don't need to talk about their TV shows right now, okay? No, no, we don't. You know what we won't be doing recaps on? Echo. Yeah, yeah, we will definitely not be doing that. That is a fact. You know what I might never watch? Echo, but that's for another That's for another day. Uh, tonight, we're going to start. Of course, what brings us together, The Mandalorian Season 3 is upon us. First episode of this season came out last Wednesday, Chapter 17, The Apostate. But before we get into the episode, which honestly, not a lot happened. Um, good setup episode for this week, perhaps. Uh, we're going to talk about things we've seen lately. Bryce, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, I will just say for myself, I have watched so much shit since... The last pod yeah. I did, I am I'm keeping it to what was memorable for me. Uh, a couple things, but I know you've watched some stuff, so let's hear it. Yeah, so um, so I started my my Mission Impossible uh, charge to the new one. Uh, so I've watched the first two. First one, outstanding. Uh, second yeah. one, just missed, missed hard. Dialogue. Bottom of your rankings. Actually, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. It's very, it's a very tough thing to watch. Um, I have continued my my Sopranos charge. I am three episodes away away from finishing, um, and then I will move on to Many Saints. So that will be uh, coming up soon as well. I'm trying to think. What else have I? Have I uh, really seen that was big? Magic Mike. Um, oh man, yeah, yeah. I did watch. I did watch the two Magic Mikes. I did watch uh, with my wife, the lovely Abigail. Uh, she was uh, very intrigued by them. So yeah, as a good as a good husband does, you uh, you do things, and that's what I did. And I gotta say, I didn't hate it. Just didn't hate it. It's 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 not terrible. <laughs> I mean, the plot gets you, honestly. 
Look, I mean, man, I've only seen I've in. only seen uh, the first one, but the second one and this new one. I mean, listen, I'll go see the new one for Salma. There's sure, no, there's no question. Sure, but they rope you in. McConaughey, charming as ever. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I'm a sucker for Soderbergh too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, he only did he did the first one. He did the first one and the third one. Yeah, and the third one, which haven't seen that yet. Um, that might be an HBO uh, wait wait oh. thing here. So we'll see. Without a doubt, without a we'll doubt, see. watch them all. Watch them all. <laughs> right. So you're more likely to watch. Um, what were you talking about? Mission Impossible Two or uh, Miss Marvel? I would Will probably watch still watch Miss Marvel Impossible Two. Oh, <laughs> because just just because, like, I mean, it's not the it. Look, some of the fight scenes aren't bad, but it's de- it definitely doesn't. It's not what the franchise is. It, it missed it as a franchise. You did and miss what we know about it now. Yes, it's definitely an outlier because it diverted a lot from the first one. And Cruz fought hard to get this director for the second one, John Woo, who directed uh, Face Off, which is actually a good movie. Unlike Mission Impossible 2, uh, according to you. So, uh, I am also in the midst of Mission Impossible countdown to Dead Reckoning. I watched the first one. I uh, recently bought them all on 4K because I'm a degenerate. And I will be... I have until July to finish the marathon. So, I feel like I have a good start right now. Uh, but what else? What else have you seen? Man, I'm trying to think what else I've I've gone through. I feel like I've Eternals? gone through. Uh, and I did not watch Eternals, but I did. I did, however, watch um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, outstanding uh, yes. war film. I, we watched it on the same day, actually. We did. Um, yeah. Outstanding. Uh, deserves all the Oscars hype that it's getting right now. Don't know if it's going to win some of the big major awards, but it's definitely in the mix. I it has I a couple locked that. up. Yeah, yeah it's in the mix. It has a couple locked up. Uh, I'm going to have Caleb Lynn on on Thursday to discuss betting for the Oscars, odds on the Oscars. Uh, and I might have all quiet in a couple categories, Bryce. I, I just might. I just you know, might. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And then I watched uh, Bullet Train. I watched Bullet Train, Brad Pitt's. Uh, good man, really entertaining. Uh, my only gripe is Michael Shannon shouldn't have been cast in the role that he was in. That is my only gripe <laughs> with the entire movie. That's fair. Outside That's fair. of that, it was a good flick, man. Good flick. He's fair. Uh, you know what, Michael Shannon as what was he? Russian, like a Russian mob Russian, boss, like Russian Japanese. It just didn't work. It didn't work. Miss me, miss me on that, please. It did work, but overall, entertaining as hell though. Oh, dude! Excellent. You got Tatum, Channing Tatum, and Ryan Reynolds making some great cameos. Uh, give me more Tangerine and Lemon. Oh yeah! Like, give me, give me, uh, uh, give me. Now that's a spinoff movie. That would be an outstanding spinoff movie. I would watch. That's a great spinoff idea. Ten, ten times out of ten, one hundred. Let's see if I know this made a decent amount of money. Oh yeah, ninety million budget made two hundred forty. Yeah, it was good. I'll take that. I will take that. But yeah, uh, good cast. Really good cast. I'm yes. with you. It was a fun movie. I saw that on a $5 Tuesday. Uh, oh, that'd be worth every penny. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Anything else? 
Last of Us. Uh, Last of Us. We've been watching that. I know we're going to talk about it. Uh, so I, I know we're, we'll get to that. And then uh, before I go see Creed 3, actually tomorrow, this is a good segue for you, Zach. I uh, did a rewatch of Creed 2 uh, this weekend. And got to say, it's still pretty freaking good. Yes. Very good. The Drago storyline was well worked. Uh, oh, yeah. Very good. Very good movie. Pulls nope. on the heartstrings, ties back to uh, the original Rockies very well. So it was my favorite of the Creeds until the new one came out. But I'll, I'll leave that for uh, this next segment. We're going to talk about Creed 3 a little bit. I have seen Creed 3. I saw it on Friday in IMAX. And I urge anyone who's going to go see it in the theater, including Bryce... To see it in IMAX the way it was meant to be. Yeah, all right, good, good. You you need to see it in IMAX. One on the cheaper day. And that's that's smart, buddy. That's that's smart. That is smart. Um, Need to see it in IMAX. It was the first sports movie to cross $100 million in its opening weekend. And I am very happy that it was. Um, I beg... This is Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. I beg him to keep making movies. I was... Very, very impressed. He learned a thing or two, Bryce, from his from his friend Ryan Coogler. I mean, that's he he killed it. And you are a cinematography nut. I am. And let me tell you, you are going to nut at the shots in this film, Bryce. You're going to. And these are some of the best scenes. There's some of the best fight scenes. I would venture to say the best final fight scene in a Rocky movie, Rocky slash Creed movie in this movie mm, interesting. interesting emotional I will be the judge of that because I'm very hard on sports movies this one they actually did something new which is really hard to do in a series like this where it feels at, at sometimes in the movies it feels like they're doing the same thing mm-hmm. like okay they're going to fight each other at least once if not twice uh, there's going to be some conflict with <laughs> The, the wife or somebody else and then that, that, that's going to get resolved and then it ends up being fine in the end but they did something new here that I that I really liked I really liked it okay okay which brings me well, to this point Bryce well what what no nothing, nothing no 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 I don't I was just saying okay brings me to this point you don't have to rank Creed 3 since you have not seen it but okay I will do 1 through 9 you will do 1 through 8 the Rocky rankings okay. of this franchise, which is honestly did a rewatch of this. Well, a first time watch of some of them and rising my ranks of the, my favorite franchises. I was really entertained the whole time. Yeah. It's hard not to be score. Keeps you in. It does. Stallone, one of the few good Stallone acting performances. Which by the way, listen, Listen, I'm, I'm going to do my miss me right now. Oh my! I just dis- I discovered this today. Oh, Rice no. was there when I discovered it. The Rocky score, iconic stuff. One of the ten or fifteen most recognizable film scores of all time, folks. Uh, the score was not even nominated for best original score at the 1976 Oscars. You let that sink in. You let that sink in. God, I wanted to kill somebody when I learned that. But Bryce, 
Go ahead. We'll go from eight to one. Okay. In my case, nine to one. So go ahead. Okay. All right. So eight to one. Uh, number nine or number eight. Sorry. Rocky five. Yes, really this is a common. To, I really uh, don't need so. to say much. So I'm just going to move on. Number seven. Rocky Balboa. Didn't need to be made. It, it just didn't need to be made. It. You got to know, you got to know when a, when a franchise is dying. Now this was made in the two thousands. Uh, the, the franchise was dormant for a while. I think this is probably just to keep the, the rights, you know, how some, some franchises, uh, you get those middle movies and you're like, yeah. this is okay, whatever. Uh, my next one, uh, number five, Rocky three. It's good. Okay. Oh, it's good. Wow. It's good. I, I love Clubber Lang. It's great. I I don't. It's a great villain. Uh, you have the emotional Mick death. Very very emotional. Death slash murder. But some of these other ones are just better. I mean, number four, Rocky two. Wins the title. If you win a title, you, it gets it gets put higher. Sorry. Win the title. Six courts. Yeah. He, he finally he finally righted the the wrong. And my and then next number three uh, is or sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm at number three, maybe four. Creed. Let's clarify: Creed these are favorites, favorites, not, yes. not what you think is the best favorite. Yes, right, yeah. Creed, I have Creed. First one was was great. Uh, I mean, same story as the original Rocky, but still, nonetheless, it was well done, well directed. Uh, score was awesome. Uh, scenes were great. So no no complaints there. Uh, then my next one, Rocky, the first one, can't beat a classic. Original so that, classic. that ends up in, in the top three there. And then I have Creed 2. I just rewatched it, so maybe it's recency bias. I don't care. Um, good story, the way they integrated the Drago storyline. Well done. Well done. You, you, get, you, get, uh, uh, you get Dolph to come back and... and good man it's good i love it it's a great movie and then number one rocky four because it is the most american sport one of the most american sports movies ever made baby america versus russia and this was in the 80s, in the 80s. yes in the 80s where it was still a you know still oh, kind of yeah i mean and in the united states like screw them let's do it we're beating russia but and so I mean, this got the entire country fired up, and it's it's emotional too. Apollo dies; it's Rocky's fault. Vindicated uh, the loss of Apollo Creed's life. Mm-hmm. Great movie, and him with the the flag draped over him. Mm, mm. Beautiful, beautiful. So that's my list. It's another thing with the Rocky movies; they know how to end it. They know how to end the movie. Oh, they know yeah. how to end it with the the lasting image. So, well. We we differ a little bit. We differ a little bit. I like it though. Uh, my number nine is Rocky Five. Like, like you said, Rise it's a piece of shit. Uh, it's it's honestly didn't need to be made, uh, which is shocking because it's directed by the guy who made the first one, a movie who that won Best Picture, that he won Best Director for, and he comes back and drops this piece of shit. It's so bad. The best thing about it is only an hour and a half. Uh, it ends in a street fight, a literal street fight. That is, you know, these movies are famous for their ending fights. This one was in a street. 
outside a bar. They just let it. It's die. embarrassing. Let it go. It's embarrassing. But no. <laughs> my number eight is Rocky Two. Rocky Two. Oh my gosh! Are you it doesn't do anything me? for me. It doesn't do anything oh. for me. It's the title. Arguably the most predictable of the movies. Of course, he's going to come back. He's going to win. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. But you have to tell the story. Sure you do. Sure you do. That's all I remember from this movie is that uh, they got married and he beat Apollo. That's all I remember. Well, well, it furthered the storyline, didn't it? It did. It did. But I have this one ahead of it. Number seven, Rocky Balboa. My gosh, are you kidding? I like it. I like it. I like it. It's actually realistic to what's happening today where these like Conor McGregor challenges old Floyd Mayweather to a fight. Like this that could actually happen. And this is a lot of how ESPN operates nowadays, just bullshit hypotheticals that end up actually happening. So I liked it. Uh I thought it was pretty good. And it was, I think I'm pretty sure it's the last movie Stallone directed, unless he did one of those Expendables movies. Oh, jeez, probably. Who knows? My number six, you might not like it, Creed 1. I love this movie. serious? There isn't a bad Creed. All the Creeds slack, all right? But it's just this one is my least favorite of the three. Unbelievable. Uh, perhaps the most original premise since the first one, uh, the first Rocky, and another collaboration between Coogler and Jordan that really slapped hard. Uh, number five, Rocky one. Uh, if I was doing a number five, my favorites. I'm, are you listening? Are you listening? I said my favorites. All right, my favorites. We actually watched this at work today. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we did. We watched the entirety of Rocky at work today. Uh, If I was doing a least to best list, of course, it would be at the top, kind of by far. Um, But it's like the quintessential sports movie. The quintessential sports movie. Uh, My number four at Rocky 3, I was actually shocked it had it that low. I was very entertained the whole time. Great villain. Mickey dies slash gets murdered. Not sure how no charges were brought up. Uh, And probably the fiercest opponent besides Drago that Rocky fought. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. T. Great performance, Mr. T. I was actually, I was like, wow, he's playing himself. And it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's perfect for that type of movie. My number three, I have Creed 2. All the reasons you said uh, calling back to Rocky Four, um, getting pulling on the heartstrings with the fans, some fan service, a little bit of fan service, which is fine. That's fine. We love a good fan service, don't we? Yeah, we're gonna this this show we're talking about is fan service. Uh, number two, Rocky Four, my, easily my favorite of the Rocky films. Um, I heard a take from Bill Simmons that this movie ended the Cold War. I'm not sure. I totally agree with that. But, that might uh, be a bit of a stretch, but that's all right. That's that's fine. That's fine. One of the iconic just villains in movie history, not just sports movie villains, just villains. If Ivan he dies, Drago. He dies. If he dies, he dies. I must break you. Uh, a lot of great one-liners. And I feel like if we're talking about 80s movies, which 
are famous for one-liners, this one has to be has to be in there. Oh, right there. Yeah, absolutely. You talk like Terminator, uh, Commando, uh, Rambo, and then you have you have this Rocky Four. Um, and as you said, great ending. They even got the the Secretary General of the USSR clapping for Rocky. I mean, every, right. everyone everyone was clapping for him. I cannot root for him. And then my number one, again, like you, might be recency bias, Creed 3. I was fucking blown away. I'll be interested I was to see away. if you feel differently. I mean, I told you, if they release a 4K collection of the Creed trilogy, I'm buying it. Don't you already have get, the first two? I'm getting in line. I do, but if they release a 4K collection... Oh, you don't have them in 4K. No, I have them in Blu-ray. Oh, okay. So I have, I have the first two in 4K already. If they release a trilogy, which I am betting on that they will, I will be there to get it. <laughs> they just released a Rocky 4K collection that you were yeah, really excited for. That'll be uh, that'll be on my birthday list here in just a that few short months. Does not include five and six. Because how need them, baby? It does not. It does not. <laughs> But it could be recently biased for me. I was just really impressed. And they did some original things, which, like I said, it's hard to do in a franchise this old and of this type. So I was really pleased with it. Um, next up on the agenda, uh, for me, things I've seen lately, The Last of Us, Bryce. The Last of Us, oh, man. undoubtedly the biggest show on TV right now. Oh, I'm man. including The Mandalorian in that. Uh I think this has just taken TV by storm. HBO, I know you and I have talked off the record about it, but they have quite the docket for the rest of this year. Quite. Oh, yes. I mean... We'll talk about uh, another one on the docket here in our our March releases. We will. Uh, (laughs) Can't wait. I see the... the, True Detective, like, there's all kinds of shit. Right, the the little snicker that you heard from from Zach there. I, honestly, I I think we talked about this. Like, I'm more excited for for this sh- this final season of the show coming up more more than a lot of things. Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Now, I have been ex- reading, uh, yeah. you know, with some of the movies and stuff. You know, I was excited for Creed three. I just read reviews on John Wick four. They said it's the best sequel of the franchise. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, got it. I mean 2023 has a chance to be yeah, two and three a banger year. It really they said does. it's the best it's the best sequel. Dude, two and three were bangers. Bangers. Yeah. I can't even two imagine. took like, it to I, another level. And I'll be straight with you. I don't even know like where do you go from here for the John Wick franchise. I have no idea. I think they I just really keep don't. expanding the world. Just keep figuring out ways to expand the shit. Just expand it. I mean, there's going to be a TV no show idea. that we know of. Two, um, two of them. Anna Darmus movie, right? Oh, that's going to be a movie. I thought that was a show. It could be a show. It could be wrong. I don't. But I, don't I know remember. she's in something. Uh, ballerina. Yeah, we have the Continental. That's what that's called. With Young Winston. The Continental. Ah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if you could ask. I think that's this year too. Holy crap! Wow, wow. But if you could ask, like the creators of this franchise, hey, in 2014 when you released the fourth one or the first one, yeah, this is going to be a franchise. You're going to make at least three more of these. 
And you're going to have a couple TV shows, too. What do you think about that? I think they would say, fuck off. Like, we're fuck just off. trying to get some cash here. We're just trying to make a little, little coin. But the crazy thing about the first one is it wasn't a huge success. It had, like, a cult following. Yeah, then, yeah. It almost felt like a boondock saints. Like, it was going to end up, like, in folklore, you know? Like almost yeah. yeah, like it'd be like in the cult classic section of HBO, and then it they're like, yeah. oh, we'll do a second one. Okay, great. And then it just kept getting better. You're like, dang man, like, <laughs> like what's going on here? You know, like I'll be honest. When the second one, when trailers for the second one were starting to come out, I was like, really? Like I kind of liked the first one, just how it was. And then it just kept just kept going. Then by the time the third one came out. This is a legitimate like like money grab for in a good way for, for this franchise. I mean, the third one was the first movie to knock off Endgame at the box office. Yeah. That says that says a shitload. The first one, twenty to thirty million dollar budget made eighty six. Yeah, million. that's so not, not a huge I, I was success. just looking at that. Yeah. I mean yeah. it made money. It made enough where they where they were like, we can go somewhere with this. And I feel like there hadn't been an action movie like that detailed and choreographed before, I don't think. Right. I mean, it was. I mean, it, had, uh, it seemed like one of a kind. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't even explain it. I mean, it's just. And the visuals. Oh, God, the visuals. And, and I don't even care that some of this stuff, I'm like, there's no way he survives that. I'm like, no, you don't give a shit. This is awesome. Great. You don't give a shit. Great. You just took like six bullets to the chest, but you were wearing a vest and it stopped every last one of them. Great. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Valerie is a spinoff. Spinoff film. It is a film. Okay, cool. We were supposed to be talking about Last of Us. We'll get to it. Get to it. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, like here, by the time you get to. The third one in 2019, the budget has jumped like 45 million, but it makes 327. And like I said, knocked off Endgame. Dude, if, so, if four is that good, oh. dude. Zach, I feel like this is a Tuesday night for us. It is a Tuesday night. Jesus. Runtime for the fourth one. I don't 169 care. 169 minutes. I don't care. Damn. How long is that? That's, uh, That's two almost hours two hours and, and 50 minutes. Or something. No. Yeah. Yeah. So you mean to yeah. tell me that critics actually like almost a three-hour movie? <laughs> Dude, it must be something else, bro. It, re- it really must be something else. It has to be it had there's no other choice there's no other cho- i'm i'm serious i i mean this is oh. well i wonder like where do you end because i don't care i mean they can go on forever. maybe you don't end maybe Look, you we just get, keep we get going. donnie yen in this one donnie yen donnie clancy yen. brown scars guard uh, fishburn is back our boy fishburn here you go here you go all right so collider Collider. Okay, very well known source. Correct, Zach. Yeah. Okay. 
John Wick chapter four reaction, call it glorious epic and badass. My God. Well, I mean, we knew, we knew it was going to be that. So, so this guy from Collider, he tweeted it. John Wick chapter four is effing awesome. Literally had to pick my jaw off the ground from some of the insane and inventive set pieces. You are not prepared for what Keanu does with the dragon's breath shotgun. <laughs> so I thought of the third one. The third one's basically like an open world video game where you can do whatever the fuck you want. And he, the visuals, I mean, Bryce, like I said, you're a cinematography guy. I am. I am. These movies are must own on 4K. And I do. And And listen to this. Unbelievable watches. Stowski makes every frame count. Somebody said it. They said it's extra, but I'll watch it again. It's video game logic. I don't care. And that is what I think that's what we love needs to be. Well, and I think that's what we love about it, though, is because if you're going to because I think a lot of people try to pass it off as real. Like, oh, yeah, this would really happen. But I think John Wick is like, screw it. This guy is literally, like, invincible, you know? Yeah. I mean, he literally jumped off a roof in the third one, like, fell off a roof. Yeah, just got up. Yeah. So so this one says, the three-hour runtime makes so much sense when you're going that hard. The third act alone is glorious. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, no one's complaining about the length of time. Literally no one. Wow. Dude, that shocks me. That shocks me. It's that I am too, because I never would have guessed about this is about where you run out of steam, right? Yeah. After you get after four, maybe three, maybe four. I mean, look at the I mean, what what is even a good Brandon Davis? Brandon Davis, who you're not uh, particularly a fan of. No. MCU D writer. Yes. Loved it. Big time. No. <laughs> wow. That's just shocking. Now I have to see how long the third one was because I don't think the third one was that long. I might. The third one was two hours, 10 minutes. I might have to do a rewatch, Zach. Oh, there's no question. There's no question. I am firing. I too have the trilogy on 4K and I'll be firing that up probably next week. Does Try it and have watch a it next week. Tomatoes score yet? It does not. <clears throat> does not have a Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, the visuals for this—it's like half inspired by like uh, samurai movies, and then also like action movies, like Die Hard and. Well, yeah. I mean, if you have Jason Bourne, like if you have Donnie Yen, you're going to get some you're going to get some sick hand to hand combat. Like no doubt yes. about it. No doubt. About and the other thing about these movies, like for the most part, practical stunts as far as the hand to hand goes, like not I honestly think that's why it took off is cuz the expertise that was shown with the choreography and the stunts, I just I, it was at a level I don't think people casual moviegoers at least had not yeah. seen that. And I, and I feel like some of it is passable. It, it, it can pass off as like, all right, I could see that maybe happening. You know, like the whole, do you remember in the third one, the knives? Yes. I mean. The knife store. It's yeah. not, yeah. it's not out of the realm, but I mean, it is a little far-fetched, but it's not out of the realm. I mean, if this is a society of assassins, the most highly skilled assassins, highest paid assassins in the world, 
It's probably it's semi believable they could do that. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm okay, absolutely that, doing but the, the the uh, the the reviews are getting me hyped for this. This is quickly shooting up my board of of must see. Oh, there's no doubt. To me, and Zach, we're gonna this, get into this what's is coming over, out this month. Yeah, this is this is over screen now. Oh, I agree with that. The, yes, it for sure is now. I think it already was for me. I might, I might actually wait for Scream to come out on Paramount. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of open world, that's another one I'm excited for that they're doing an open world thing. But I, no, I'm with you. It doesn't, it doesn't compare to John Wick Four. It doesn't. Compare. Not now. Three hours of just breakneck. Oh my god! And the oh. way they all just flow into the next. Like the only one that didn't do that was the second one after the first one, because the first one was like its own standalone story, and then. The second one just expanded the universe, and then the third one picks off right after the I, second one. I don't know if you can see this. I literally have goosebumps thinking about it. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Bryce, if we go on a Tuesday night, we have have to see IMAX. Oh, there's no question. You. Oh, there's no question. Oh, there's no question. I beg of you. Oh, there's I no question. I'm probably going to end up going with my dad as well. My dad loves these movies. That's the other thing. Like this, this isn't your typical dad action franchise where only your dad and you know middle aged guys plain. like it. It's not plain. No, it it appeals to all ages and all fans of the genre. All of them. I better. Get that's another genre. Great. Like, yeah, yeah. I think the the genre. I I was reading this, so it's it's the genre is considered neo noir. And it is absolutely is. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I'm not a degenerate like you. <laughs> Neo noir basically means like kind of like grimy, mysterious, uh, not a lot of feel good stuff in the movie. Okay. Yeah. And it looks the way John Wick looks like the dark, dark lighting at times. Like it, it looks, it looks like, yeah. yeah. No, it's okay. uh, neo noir. Think like uh, I don't know, like old boy ish, like old boy ish, uh, taxi driver ish, like okay, that kind of dark. Yeah, collateral, yeah. collateral ish, collateral. Absolutely, yeah, collateral. That's a that's okay. actually probably a better example. Collateral. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good pull by you. That's that's actually probably the one I would say most resembles it. Uh, but no, I'm with. Let's just talk about Scream Six then. I know we'll wrap back around to Last <laughs> of Us, but Scream Six, like it comes out this weekend. I'm kind of with you. Like I, I'm going to see John Wick Four ahead of it if I had to pick one. Um, I mean. It seems like a franchise that's running out of steam, especially when you consider, Bryce, that the fucking headliner star of the movie is not in it. The face of the franchise is not in the film. Nev Campbell is not in the film because Paramount didn't want to pay her. So it's like opposite Aaron Rodgers situation. They didn't they didn't pay her. They didn't pay her. So now we're left with a franchise where the face is gone. 
you killed a face in the last movie, Dewey, and now there's only only one left, uh, Courtney Cox. And you're bringing people back. Not only are you bringing people back, Hayden Panettiere, you're bringing them back from a shitty movie. The shittiest yeah, in the so franchise. Oh, Scream 4 sucks. There's a reason you can't buy it. In, <laughs> in a pack. In, in a pack, yeah. There's like, oh, three film collection. Oh, great. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, this is why I'm not excited for it because I don't know that... Look, Jenna Ortega is writing probably one of the highest highs that... You, you say know, her it, it and happens, Anya... It happens... Yeah, yeah, her and Anya right her, now. Her, Anya, Florence, like those are the, the big She's writing there. a high, but I don't know that she's ready to carry a franchise like this. And I, I don't know that they may kill her off. I don't know. It's entirely possible they kill um, Dewey in the fifth right? I Maybe they know that she can't carry the franchise. If Courtney Cox dies, she dies. <laughs> I just I don't I just don't even know where you go from here. Seriously, like I don't know what you do here. Like now well, Ghostface saying, is like, using a gun. Like what do we? Do? Yes, they're doing something new where it seems like they're. But I'm but I'm not excited about that because now this is not a slasher film for me. I appreciate it though. I appreciate what they're trying to do. No, nah, you can miss because... me on this. We're we're separate on this. We're separate on this because I am I am a I am a truther when it comes to staying true to the franchise. Okay. But don't tell the same like story to me. Don't tell me the same story. Give me a little bit. That's of why you don't like the sequels of Star Wars. <laughs> Similarly, yes, yes, I've already seen this. You know, like I would watch Scream One and Two and Three like on repeat, and you can you can miss me on these others. Three rocks. I really wasn't impressed by the last one. Um, and the ending sucked. I'll give you that. Ending sucked. Ending, yeah, it was terrible. I don't know. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm probably going to wait till Paramount Plus. I think I made my decision. Odds are going to be a Tuesday for me. Uh, but I diverge from you that I respect what they're trying to do because I feel like they know, okay, there's only so much you can do in this genre without it becoming stale or boring. So they're taking it to New York City. City-wide, open-world, video game-esque, killer movie, Ghostface. Seems like there's multiple Ghostfaces, perhaps? <laughs> See, that's what you can miss me on. And at least one of them is using a gun. But Bryce, there were two Ghostfaces in the first movie. Technically. There were, but, but, but we didn't know that. And, and, no, and it's like a Ghostface Army. Probably one of the biggest reveals in horror history. Oh yeah, it's really hard to predict. Yeah, you have no idea. It's really hard to predict. Oh man, if I could go back and watch that for the first time. Oh yeah, that'd probably make the list of like first timers, you know, for me. And it was fun watching with Caleb because uh, he had never seen it. it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you know what we should do? We should get my brother over here this uh, this summer. Have him watch it. Has he ever seen it? I don't think so. Oh. That would be fun. And honestly, like the first three, the original trilogy, obviously the first one is the best. It's one of my 10 favorite movies ever, regardless of type of movie. But the second one, like 
crazy over the top ending. Like it ends up being her long lost brother. I don't care. Or no, that's the third one. That's the yeah. third one. Yeah. Second one is at the college. Uh, another crazy over the top ending. Billy's mom somehow. Uh, <laughs> she's crazy. Shows up and just yeah, spoiler alert. She's crazy. Just just like her son. And then the fourth one, I don't care. And then the fifth one, <laughs> great. I was really pleased with the first half of it. And then the the ending, I was like, fuck. Well, you you couldn't land the plane here, but uh, I, I see I see why you're not excited. I see why you're not excited. And there's honestly not a lot of buzz for this movie. No. There's not a, there's not a ton of buzz for it, which typically isn't a good sign. Uh, all right, let's bring it back to The Last of Us. <laughs> Last of Us, uh, a big Sunday coming up. Uh, this coming Sunday, we have The Last of Us season one finale paired with the Oscars. Uh, I'll probably be watching the Oscars, so I'm probably going to watch the finale on Monday night. I mean, it deserves a your full attention. This, it deserves my full attention. Finale. It's the hottest. And thing are you caught up, right Russ? I am not. I haven't uh, watched this this latest episode. I apologize. Uh, I've been at the gym cooking dinner. Well, I kind of, I kind of gave you what I told you. The cannibals have arrived. Right, right. It, it, yeah, I haven't played the games either, so I'm not familiar. So everything is kind of new to me. So but that is all. That is all I'll tell you. Tell me. The cannibals are here. I don't know they if they're left. here to stay, but they're here. There, uh, but no, Last of Us. I like I said, without a doubt, I think the biggest show on TV right now, um, along with Succession, which is uh, one we'll uh, talk about later here. Um, uh, but yes, dude, it's just probably the it's best video so game good. adaptation that we have seen. I can't think of a better one. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's outstanding. I mean, it, you know, if HBO is going to get a hold of it. Uh, something amazing is going to happen. And the fact that they use the game writers to do this now that that might've been like part of the deal. Like, all right, listen, like if you, if you want this, you have, you have to include us. And I like that. I'm down for that. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing they did with, with game of Thrones, right? You, you keep George R. R. Martin as a part of the project. And I think you do this for last of us. Now, I don't know what their plan is since there's only two games, right? I don't know how they, they plan to elongate this if they maybe do like a season two that only covers half of the second game, I don't know what they're going to do, but as long as you're keeping the the guys that wrote the games involved. And so that way they can kind of dictate where the story goes. I'm down for that. It's when you get away from that is when this show is probably going to see a, a, a little bit of a downturn here, but outstanding performances. I mean, really, really great writing. I mean, some of the best writing, we've seen, I mean, it makes you care about characters really fast as they take them away from you very quickly as well. And you're like, all right, what are we doing here? But it's so well done. Uh, visuals are great. Really enjoy that. Pedro Pascal owns, Boat. just just owns television. He does, um, really does. And I'm not mad about it. Not more Pedro, please, more. I'll take more. Please. I don't get tired of them. So no, oh, so you, you don't get, you don't get tired of them. Uh, no. and I'm with you on the writers because star speaking of star Wars, they did something similar here where, you know, the, the writers of the video game, write The show, which seems like 
the logical decision, although it's mind boggling how many people don't do that with adaptations, but mm-hmm. Star Wars did something similar where uh, the guy who wrote and created Knights of the Old Republic generally considered the best Star Wars game ever ended up writing a bunch of Star Wars novels that are now considered among the best in Star Wars lore. So to bring back to Star Wars a little bit, if a guy is cooking, let him cook. You let him cook. Absolutely. Let him cook in, in more ways than one, please. If a creative mind is cooking, give them more fuel. Let them do more shit. That's just Absolutely. a good a good rule of thumb. Unlike Kathleen Kennedy. Um, who, you know what, Bryce? I know that's your miss me. Uh, or is it? I'm pretty sure that was your miss me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's the report. Yeah, so I mean, we talked about me. this before. I mean, we talked about this before. Kathleen Kennedy, uh, is she signed an extension, what, last year? Uh, to stay on with Lucas Lucas Films or Lucas Arts, and it's there's a rumor report that that John Favreau uh, was uh, threatened to leave Star Wars as a whole because of Kathleen Kennedy's involvement and the fact that she tried to get Favreau to do certain things. As to which he said, "Fine, screw it. I'm going to go work on Ahsoka with no interruptions." And he said he wouldn't come back to to Mandalorian until Kathleen Kennedy was uninvolved with the project. To which. Uh, the the alleged report says that she she removed herself, and in the report they're like, oh, we don't know if this really happened. No, I believe this hundred percent happened because this is what happens. Kathleen Kennedy gets involved and things suck in the Star Wars franchise. You give it to Dave Filoni, you give it to John Favreau, and you let them cook, as Zach was saying. You let them cook, and cooking they are. Cook. Cooking they yes. are. Which is why Ahsoka will kick ass, and which is why I think, and you and I both think, this season of Mandalorian will kick ass. Oh, yes. Oh, and yeah. it could possibly be why Boba Fett fell short in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely could be. Uh, I don't know how involved Filoni and Favreau were involved in that, but I mean, as soon as Mandalorian came back, it sure went up. Viewership went up, ratings went up. Same. It really did. It really did. Uh, Now, uh, this, that's a great miss me. And it leads us into the last couple things of what's coming out this month. Uh, Let's just keep it with TV. Succession. (sighs) The the fourth and final season of Succession. Oh, Zach. Premiering Sunday, the 26th. I will be glued. Me and Alex will be doing uh, <laughs> recap pods for those episodes. Uh, Good God, I cannot wait. Zach, cannot you, took, wait. you and Caleb took this on my recommendation. We did. And you guys have absolutely become just enamored with it, just as I have. It's it's vaulted itself into like my top five or six favorite shows ever, which I did not see coming. <laughs> wow. I did not see that coming. I mean, we no, watched... I mean, Sopranos, Breaking Bad. Sure, sure, uh, I understand. I'm only counting live. I'm not counting like Batman animated series or stuff okay. like that. I'm just okay. counting like prestige TV wise. Fair enough. I mean, this this is in my top five. We watched the latest trailer. It was two and a half minutes long, and it felt like There's an been eternity. A, a couple trailers for this, man. And it was freaking awesome. Because the kids are in are screwed and are figuring out what to do. Stewie is back, which we all know nothing good happens with Stewie. 
Logan no. is going for basically a monopoly. He wants to basically dominate the world at this point. He looks healthy. He looks ready to to kick it into gear. Skarsgård is back. Back. Roman is being torn once again, per usual. Of course. Of course. Oh, it is going to be an explosive season. They're going to... And what sucks is, is I was able to binge this entire thing from seasons one to three. I have to do weekly with season four. It's going to be an adjustment for both of us. Not looking so forward to that. Watch it. I just want to watch it, dude. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I can't yeah. wait. It's going to be awesome. That's going to be an adjustment. But no, I mean, the acting, I mean, there's some unquestionable breakout stars. Of course, like you said, Roman, uh, Kieran Culkin. People knew who he was, uh, but now people... I mean, I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty like 50% sure he won an Emmy. I think he might've won an Emmy for the show. Um, Brian Cox, of course, probably Brian Cox's most iconic role at this point. Um, And then uh, Jeremy Strong, uh, probably the biggest breakout. Jeremy Strong or Nicholas Braun or Sarah Snook, probably one of them. Ah, Shiv. Shiv, hot shiv, as shiv, hell, shiv, shiv, shiv. but yeah. uh, not not a model wife, not a, not a great wife blueprint, uh, you know, not not the great, not the greatest, not the greatest price. No, <laughs> the only thing that uh, Kieran won was a Critics' Choice Award for Best Supporting Actor in a Drama. Oh, uh, okay, so that's the thought he had an Emmy. He's been nominated for an Emmy. He was nominated. No they will take it. Uh, yeah. And a Golden Globe. He's nominated for a Golden Globe. And a SAG. Briefly so. I mean, that, that season three finale was... He's probably incredible. one of my more entertaining... Uh, entertaining characters. That kind of He's probably like, the funniest character on the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's he's weird. It's... Uh, I don't know. I, I like him, though. It's weird. I don't mind Send him, a dick pic to his dad on accident. Ah, what do you do? <laughs> oh, it happens. It happens. Oh, what do you do? What do you do? But uh, real quick to round out March price. Uh, on March 17th, we have 65 and Shazam Fury of the Gods. Do you That's care? You no, I don't. Okay. I care about 65 to the smallest extent possible. I don't care about Shazam. I will not. I'll probably never watch that movie ever. In my yeah, life. James Gunn has already basically said it's going to suck, so it's great. <laughs> so there you go. The man has spoken. Last couple things. Uh, Ant-Man 3 saw it. Uh, there was a time when this would have been a whole pod by itself, and now I cannot imagine doing that. That sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, Ant-Man 3. Don't believe all the reviews. I'll say that. it was actually. I was actually very entertained. Um, a couple things that did not have to be in it that would have made it a hell of a lot better had they not been in it. But Jonathan Majors, man, kind of teased him a little bit in Creed 3. Steals every scene. If he's going to be the new Thanos type, I say that very lightly because there's only one Thanos, but if he's going to be a new Thanos type villain, I think they've nailed it on that one. Just really energetic, really versatile. Like Kang and the guy he plays in Creed 3, totally different types of villains totally different so i was really in on all that 
Uh, and then finally, the last thing I've seen, Bryce, it was a running joke between us for a long time. Eternals. Uh, Eternals. And one day I was like, you know what? I've seen every MCU movie except Eternals. Eternals was the first MCU movie I did not see in the theater. I had seen every previous MCU movie in the theater except for Eternals. I've finally mustered up the whatever you want to call it. Courage, I guess. Courage to watch it. Uh, And it was it was fine. It was fine. I don't care about any of the characters. I don't remember the villain's name. Uh, I don't think it will matter in the grand scheme of things in the MCU, which is weird to say about an yeah. MCU movie. Well, they usually go. end up mattering somehow, but <laughs> I don't think that one will. Nobody cares about it. All right, Bryce Mando, season three, episode one, The Apostate. Do you want to take us through the first couple scenes here? Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, so we open up um, with the armor inner, or, or inner. Inducts, sorry, I can't read. Inducts a child into the Mandalorian tribe. It's a cool scene, something that we've never seen before. Uh, we really haven't seen, uh, cool. we haven't really deep dive into other Mandalorians and you know what they do or where they gather. Um, we just know they show up when when needed. Uh, so this is kind of cool to see. Kid was super excited, but then we get some sea creature. Zach has called him a dinosaur turtle. <laughs> no, this is official. Oh, this official, is official. term. Oh, official term from Lucasfilm. I just thought you dinosaur made this up. Okay, dinosaur turtle comes up out of the water and attacks during the induction uh, for this child, into which he's almost eaten alive, ending his Mandalorian run of all of two seconds. So there were, casualties. Uh, there were no. There doubt were definitely casualties. casualties. Yes, there were definitely casualties. <laughs> the Mandalorians trying to fight him off doesn't really work until. And I will say this about uh, what they've done with Mandalorian: he knows how to make an interest, folks. He knows how to make an entrance. Oh. He comes in his awesome star cruiser. I can't remember what they call it. But the it's Naboo awesome. Starfighter. The Naboo, Naboo Starfighter. Star it's awesome. And blows an absolute hole into this dinosaur tur- turtle. Guts go flying everywhere. Kind of graphic, actually. Kind of graphic. Yeah. And then just lands like nothing happened. Business is Which usual. Is awesome. His business is usual. And then you get you get the cute little scene where where uh, where Grogu pops his head up where the droid should be. It's it's cute. It's great. It's I'm yeah. happy he's back. So we're landing again. It's all business. So again, Mando looking to to get his forgiveness for taking his helmet off. Except that the armor informs her informs him that the minds of Mandalore still exist. He may become a Mandalorian again. Not hopeful. Not hopeful. Uh, from the armorer, right? Saying it's all been destroyed. Um, as to which, you know, we know the Mandalorian has information that they might not have been, but to go bathe in the mines of Mandalore. So. The thing I love about the Mandalorians is they literally have nothing on paper to fight for. And they are the most hardened individuals some of the most hardened individuals in the Star Wars universe. Like, their planet is basically gone, as seen in Book of Boba Fett. Like, basically blown up. Not Alderaan blown up, but pretty much blown up to the point where they're saying the place Mando has to go to redeem himself, it's impossible to go there because it's basically gone. 
And how many times have their planet been taken over? I know at least twice in the Clone Wars it was taken over. Right. So I just mean, I, a hopeless people. But they still they they still have their code and their honor though. I guess that's what they live for. I guess they technically I guess their view is maybe we don't need a land. It's like a culture now. You know, yeah, like like you know, we'll stick together. Like we're cool, like we just have our code, our honor code to live for at this point. Very Which is strict cool, respectable. Code. Yeah, respectable. Yeah. I respect it. Respect. Uh and this, like I said at the beginning, this episode seems to be setting up second one in a big way because the way this one ends, like we're clearly going back to Mandalore in some way. Um, we're going to see the ruins of this planet. I don't think we've been to this planet since the Clone Wars. Speaking of the Clone Wars, unless no, I they said it's toxic. Blanking. No, they yeah. said it's toxic. So, yeah. So. Know. The armor, I also really like the armor. I really like her. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Um, but yeah, like you said, if he goes to the mines of Mandalore, if they still exist, he may become a Mandalorian again. I'm going to ask you this about Grogu. I just thought of this. I just thought of this. Yes, I'm glad he's back. Let me preface by saying I'm glad he's back. He's <laughs> he's the face of the show, other than Mando himself. <laughs> Could we have done this without him this season? Could he have gone with Luke and hung out for a little bit longer? Well, sure, but do I really want him to? No. I just feel like he's a cop-out sometimes. Like, hey, we're in a jam. Use the force. Okay, but it's... I don't mind it. I'm not tired of it yet. I'm not tired of it yet either, but... I'm worried they could be leaning on him a little too heavily. I don't. I. I just want him to be careful. I trust. I trust these guys. I trust them with my life. Bad run, Filoni. I don't know. I don't know. But I just there. I, there's more to the story than than Grogu. I feel like. I feel like we got a lot. I mean, there's still a lot to tell with Grogu. We got a little bit in Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Uh, which I want to expand on that. I, I want them to expand on that. But I just. Just be careful. Don't try and sell too many toys, okay? Please. Please. And then, Bryce, an old friend comes back. Mando and Grogu go to Navarro. They meet up with Grief Karga. Speaking Grief. of Rocky. Speaking of yeah. Rocky. Yeah, good segue there. High Magistrate Apollo Creed That's meets right. up with them. Second life. He wants you to know. He wants you to know he's the High Magistrate, not just the Magistrate. That's right. Uh, but the interesting thing about uh, Navarro now, Bryce, uh, operates independently from the New Republic. So, kind of a little bit of Clone War era vibes where, like, Dooku was leading the Separatist attack of people who wanted to secede from the Republic. It doesn't seem like, obviously, it doesn't seem that dark of intentions that Dooku had, but it's interesting to see that no matter who's in charge, like, people are going to try and do it on their own. Yeah. Um, I, can I just say, too, that this, this world looks amazing? I don't think it lost. It has done a total it 180. Awesome. It, it looks <laughs> awesome. I thought the, I thought the, the colors and, and the buildings, I thought were awesome. 
I mean, um, hey, being independent has worked out for them. It looks like. Yeah, I, I, I like I like that fact. I like that too. Grief, grief is the man there. Don't don't cross him. Obviously, as we see. Obviously. When these pirates try and use a school as a bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, they get shut down really fast. And when they I mean shut, shut down, down, they're dead. <laughs> they get fucked. They, they're no longer breathing. They're no so, longer breathing. Congrats. Except the one. Except the one to send back to the, to the tribe there. Send them uh, to the morgue. Yeah. Grief still got decision. it, by the way. Still got it. Without a doubt, still still has it. Without Very impressive. But I want to. So, oh, good. Like he offered, he offered Mando the job of town marshal, Bryce. Yeah, that's it. And he, you know what? He gave him a good. He gave him a good offer too, though. He gave him land. It was he did. Right. It was it, all the resources he could ever want. It's probably an easy job. Let's be real. It's only people that show up and don't know what this world is about. Still, yeah. But, Easily dealt with, but I mean, Zach, we 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 know we, we know a marshal that would happily take this job. <laughs> we do, we do know one, don't we? We do, don't we? Yes, Are and we I think, think it's pop? very possible. I think it's pop? very possible. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> I think it's very possible. Pops up in this season and finds himself a nice new gig. It is possible. Now listen, if. If this wasn't part of a bigger universe with this show, like the bigger Mando universe, which is inside of the Star Wars universe, if he's offered this job, he's just like, you know what? I can be the town marshal of this planet. Uh, I never have to leave. I never have to worry about looking over my back. It's going to be really easy. Me and Grogu can live here nice and peacefully. I'm taking the job. But he's still not a Mandalorian yet. It's the honor code. And man. that is what's holding him back, is that he, he needs to regain his title of Mandalorian. That is what is holding him back. So yeah. that's a, uh, that's the only reason he didn't trouble. say no. Right. Yeah. There's going to be more trouble. As we see when he tries to revive IG-11, who has a statue Goat. in the top Goated. square... Goated. Freaking goaded, man. Again, speaking of Rocky, has a statue in the town square. That's right. <laughs> know a thing or but two the, about that. They take the statue down <laughs> to rebuild them, which honestly, Bryce, doesn't look like it's going to work. Don't think so. It's I mean, it's thoughts, probably going to work, but. Really it's probably going to work for narrative purposes, but oh, probably they they need a new memory core to to revive IG eleven. Uh, I hope he comes back. I actually so there's IG eighty eight in the original trilogy, one of the great bounty hunters, and then of course IG eleven here, uh, who valiantly sacrificed himself. Was that season two, or was that Boba? I don't remember. Uh, I thought it was one. Season one. I could be. I think you might be right. Actually, season one, like end of yeah, yes. I think you might be right. Yeah, because that's when uh uh Gideon came. Yes, Yes. I think you're right. Yeah, good call by you. And then the ending of this, Mando meets up with Bo-Katan in an old Mandalorian castle, which looks very badass. 
in the oh, shot. Oh, dude, it looks us. awesome. It looks awesome. I, I, I hope we get more of these. Yeah, I think Mando should have one. Miss me on Bo-Katan pouting. Yeah, please. please. Yeah, quit, <laughs> quit your crying. Like, I don't well, know the dark saber. Shut up. Shut up. Don't take L's. You can get it. I'm yeah, standing here. Come get it. Don't take L's. Maybe you suck. Maybe, maybe you're not a Mandalorian. She does pout. She pouted a lot in the Clone Wars, too. She's just a powder. She's just a woe is me. Yeah. Like, get up and do something about it. And you know what? She's going to show up. It. She's going to show up when she's needed and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Miss me. Yeah, Mandalorians stick together. You know? Yeah, miss, you miss to, me on to that, do that, please. Yeah, you can miss me but, on that interaction. Like you said, Bryce, the watch is over. Um, she's basically been abandoned. And she tells Mando to go to uh, the mines alone. So... Huh? Looks like that's where we're going to get in episode two. Okay. There, uh, what do you think? Is it what's your prediction? What's on Mandalorian? Is the second episode, or just uh, whenever whenever he gets to Mandalore? What's what's? Uh, I think there? he'll get there in either episode two or three, and then the rest of the season will be about actually getting to the mines and then there's going to end up being people there hopefully from uh the clone war show or other characters that he, we did not expect to see What's and that he's going to have to deal with them my wish list uh i mean the vizsla family is pretty big i think we got yeah we did we got a vizsla in boba fett he killed him mm-hmm. mando yeah. killed him oh, uh Maybe some members of the watch that left Bo-Katan. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I, maybe some new that's characters. The best, See, that's the best though because we we don't really know. It's not it's not predictable. It's not predictable. I mean, even when we knew Ahsoka was going to show up because it had been reported for the right. show, right. we didn't didn't know when. Right. Didn't know when, and then it happened. So. I just hope we get some awesome action. Still, yeah, you know, maybe see a Me little too. bit of development from Grogu. One of my best scenes from this episode: Grogu using the Force to spin himself around the chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> That's great. I mean, outside of this great. episode, this episode not a lot happened. Definitely a setup show or a def- setup episode. I think we'll have a lot more to talk about next week. I have. So you remember on Boba Fett's, we did top fives at the end of each episode. Yeah. Well, we're going to, I'm doing an ad lib here. Top three. I'm only going to have you do a top three. Okay. Top three masked characters in Star Wars. I can go first if you want. Yeah, because I'm thinking through. Give me some time to think here. Yeah. Well, okay. I feel like this is. I feel like this is easy, though. It could be easy. I'm writing down some. Some honorable mentions here. Just off the top of my head. Okay. All right. Number one, obviously Vader. Obviously Vader. No, no question. The number two. 
Number two, I think I will go with Boba Fett. I think I will wow, go with okay. Boba Fett. You're going Boba over Jango. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Number three, I'll go with Mando. Uh, number four, I'm going General Grievous. It's technically a mask. It's technically a mask. And then number five, I'll go Jango Fett. I'll go Jango Fett five. I mean, that's all I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, number one for me, obviously Vader. Number two, I'm actually going to go Mando. And three, I would probably go Django. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That probably Number one, Vader by far. It's not even close. Another honorable mention. Uh, I don't think he's canon yet. Let me check. Let me check. Kylo? No. Uh, oh man. Right, he's had a few references in canon. Uh, Darth Revan, Darth Revan, of course, from the from the Knights of the Old me? Republic. Yeah, you can deep on me now. Knights of the Old Republic protagonist. Uh, okay. But I don't think he has had. It just says he's been referenced in canon, but he has not been in. Whatever. I count them. Whatever. Fuck it. That game should be canon. Go for it. (laughs) But, Bryce, great episode. I'm glad these are back. Uh, Update us what's happening with Lynn Sanity. Uh, Well, we're doing March Madness, man. It's coming coming fast. So we've we've decided to uh, start our deep dive into college basketball and bracketology. So we're having a good time with that. So that'll be the probably dominate the month of uh of march and then uh, probably a week or two into april predict your four number one seeds right now for the tournament i don't know how easy it is i don't watch regular season not now because a lot of people lost over the weekend uh just off the top of my head uh yes purdue alabama houston houston Maybe, maybe, no, Kansas just lost. A lot of stuff happened over the weekend, man. I, I, It's really hard right now. A lot of teams lost, including Alabama. Alabama lost. Kansas lost. Who did Alabama lose to? They lost to Texas A&M. Oh. Yeah, watch that game. That's not a great loss. Another uh, ranked. Yeah, they're ranked. peaking. Yeah, Texas A&M is, is peaking. Buzz Williams. Okay. So I, I man, it's uh, I think UCLA could sneak in at a one seed as a one. Wow, possibly actually, yes. yes they they run these last few years. Yes, they yes, Mick Cronin, man. So Mick Cronin, cool. So, yeah. Well, I also have Caleb Lynn coming on my pod this coming oh, Thursday. Like I said, to talk about duty. Oscars, talk about odds. Yes, he's getting paid overtime. No question. So. Bryce, thanks for coming on once again. I will see you next week. Yes, we'll be back. And we will be back. And as always, folks, thank you very much for listening.